Welcome to the Relatably Pink podcast with Nats and Mags. We are here to learn, share, and inspire you to feel like you belong by being aligned with your true self. Come grow with us. Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to episode 10, rule 9. Um, we're super excited about this episode here at the Max. Um, but before we start, let's take a deep breath to start this episode in the most relaxed way possible. Let's do it. So inhale. And exhale. All righty. So this episode basically talks about assuming that the person that you're listening to might know something that you don't and that listening can teach you a lot of valuable things. So when we're young, we usually tend to think that we know everything right. And then we learn by making mistakes, but it's so nice to just, you know, learn from another person's experience and then try to avoid the mistakes um, by learning from that other person that already went through that, right? So, so yeah, if you're the one just doing the talking all the time, you'd end up like learning anything, right? Because you're just talking based on what you already know. But if you just shut up and listen to what the other person has to say, it's so powerful and you can learn so much from it. And yeah, so the older you are, of course, the more stuff you know. So in my case, I like to hang out with people that are older than me um, because I think I am an older soul also. And I've always hung out with people that were, were way older than me because I think that I'm very mature for the age that I am because of the life circumstances that I had to go through. And sometimes I also put a lot of pressure in myself like, oh, I need to learn more, I need to read more, I need to do this, I need to do that. But then I'm like, okay, chill out. You're only like 25 years old, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, and, and I know it, this sounds cliche in a way that, oh, age is just a number. But I think it's true. Like there's people that are 25 years old, like myself, that can be more mature than people that are 35 years old, you know? What do you think about that, Max? Yeah, I love what you were saying about how, um, obviously, when it comes to um, thinking of, of your memory or what you remember, what you remember, like from the past, is it's not for you to sort of be reliving. It's so you are prepared for the future, right? So everything that you learn, and it actually, it, one of the things I was thinking about throughout the book was, I don't know, if, well, I'm sure most of you have seen The Lion King, where Rafik is teaching him how, you know, how you can either you know learn from it or run from it that that like the your experiences and and that's that's so true it's so true that you know if, if you make a mistake you know if you remember it and learn from it so that you don't make that mistake again that is such a powerful way of, of going and navigating life because you know you'll you'll talk to more you know to I guess more like you said old soul people and people that actually bring value to to your life and really have more life experience and some people you can learn from so yeah, I think experience is probably one of the most valuable life lessons <laughs> one can, can, can experience for sure. Definitely. Yes, 100%. So as coaches, our job is to listen, right? And um, listening is so powerful because I can now tell what people are thinking and feeling because I concentrate and I place all my attention in them. 
And I finally started looking at people's faces, people's eyes, people's bodies. And it's so much easier to understand what they're saying and what their point is. Our job now is to just listen because, and it was hard for me in, in the beginning to just shift my attention from myself to the client because I like to talk a lot. But then I was like, okay, it's okay if I talk a lot when I'm with my friends. But in my job, my job is to just listen to my client, you know? And yeah, sometimes like when I'm coaching a client, I'm like, okay, for this session, I'm going to prepare this, this and that. And then suddenly the client comes to the session and it's like, they start talking and talking and talking and they can't stop talking. And it's because some people are just alone in this world and they literally only have a coach um, to talk to um, and, and express how they're feeling. And whenever they, they say how they're feeling out loud, the, then they're like, okay, it's not that bad. And they acknowledge the issue. Um, yeah. And the more you listen, the more willing the other person is to share, right? Because there's nothing more uncomfortable that whenever you're sharing something like personal to another person and you have a perception that the other person is not like listening to you at a hundred percent, that they're like using their phone or like wandering around. It makes me like so uncomfortable because it's like, and I think it's kind of rude also in a way that it's like, I'm telling you something like very personal. So as a friend or as someone that, you know, we know each other, I, I expect you to be fully invested in what I'm telling you. And that's what I do with my client. I'm always like fully, fully invested in what they're telling me because I want them to feel comfortable. Um, and I also like listen to them without judgment. And I try not to interrupt too, because for example, like a lot of people, like I have a friend that she like interrupts a lot. She doesn't do it on purpose. And I told her, by the way, <laughs> I already told her that it's not like I'm talking behind her back, <laughs> but she didn't even like realize that she was doing it. And once I told her, she was like, thank you so much for telling me this. Cause I wasn't even aware that I was interrupting that much. And it's like, whenever you interrupt someone it's like the person who's talking, they just lose, um, like sense and they don't remember what they were going to say and yeah they can't communicate um what they wanted to communicate so just allowing that person to express themselves and talk for as long as they want is crucial what do you think yeah. max yeah i was gonna say you know here's the thing listening can be dangerous listen because when you're it, it's it's so it's actually scary sometimes to listen because you don't know what um what controversial opinion you're going to be hearing or something that that may break a friendship you might be listening to and the first requirement of true active listening is courage courage patience and and willpower that that you're entering a conversation that you know you will exit that conversation on the same terms with that person as when you first entered it right so it's um it's it's a it's a two-way agreement to to really be be in 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 you know, listening terms with one another, because if only one person listens, and can I be honest, I feel like listening is a skill that that is definitely developed. For me, it was really hard growing up. You know, I actually, before we started recording, I said, I sometimes don't feel like I'm a great listener, or I feel like I interrupt people. And Natalia was like, you're the last person I would have thought of <laughs> when it comes yes. to this. But, but growing up, I, I was told multiple times, and I, 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 
caught myself in the act of not listening very actively or, or really going into tangents because sometimes your your mind wanders but it's you have to get along with people you have to be active uh, be an active listener and really tr- truly be there if you actually want people to be there for you as well and guess what coaches are people too <laughs> and sometimes it takes you know it takes a little bit of of a leap of faith to to put all your thoughts and feelings and emotions into listen into pouring them out into someone's you know into into someone's presence and sometimes whether it's a coach a therapist a friend a journal any anything you know that that you think is the way that the universe is listening to you that'll be the best sane way for you to channel all that information yeah i think people who don't feel heard i think there's got to be some form like you got to go a little bit insane i've i've got i've experienced this before where you feel like you want to say something and no matter how loud you say it nobody listens and i feel you know you automatically feel worthless and you question yourself but then here's the thing why do you think people are not listening to you? Are you listening to yourself? Why are you saying such things? Are you saying them because you truly mean them? Are you saying them to please someone else? We've all been at that one party where you have that one person that stands out in the crowd and they're saying things just to please everyone around them, you know, and then what, what, what fun is that? Is that actually their true judgment? Like let, let's think, politics for example politicians have a very scripted and nice and and you know pleasant way of of talking to the crowd so that people vote for them and and they don't come across as controversial because they want to please the please everyone so so yeah so how much thinking is going behind that talking is my question right and 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 how much listening is it worth <laughs> so so yeah so listening can it can be dangerous because if you're if you're very naive and you believe everything you say as for example kids believe everything they're told um it's 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 until you develop that rationale and that 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 judgment and um but judgment in the sense that you know you you can definitely learn to classify what you choose to believe, you know, to challenge things, to, to ask questions to the person that's being, that's, that's speaking. When it comes to someone coming to a coach or to a therapist or to any, anyone of this sort, we're here to listen. And it's obviously a judgment-free zone. Like there's nothing like that, but at the same time, we're not here to be your friend. We are here to challenge you, your question, your beliefs for you to question them, not for us, because it's none of our business what you end up believing. It's you've come to us because you want to change your perspective on something or you want to change one of your habits or listen to yourself in a different way so that you can change your future. Right. What do you think of this, Nats? Yes, 100 percent. And I love what you said about not being heard. Because it, it, it like it must be so frustrating to have this feeling of like no one is actually listening to me. And I actually feel so lucky to have a voice to be able to express myself and having people out there that listen to what I have to say, right? Like doing this podcast with you helped me so much and made me feel so lucky in a way that, wow, you know, I'm actually like voicing and transmitting everything I have to say and have to express and there's actually people that enjoy listening to what I have to say and this makes me the happiest uh, person on earth so I absolutely loved this point another relevant thing that I want to talk about is um, knowing when to stop talking because yeah like let's not lie we all love talking about ourselves right (laughs) like a little bit of course 
And we've all been in situations where someone just seems to be talking endlessly. And then that's when we're tempted to like disengage because it's like, oh my God, I can't handle this. Like, can that person please stop talking? Like, it's very draining. Um, and yeah, in my case, I get very, very overwhelmed by people that talk too much. And especially I tend to disconnect even more when my brain is not challenged or stimulated. Um, and an exercise that I started doing recently is to think before you talk. I don't do it always, you know, it depends on the circumstance. But especially with my clients, I'm always like, okay, is what I'm going to say, like, is it going to be of service to them? Is it going to be relevant to them? Is it going to provide value? And if not, I'd rather not say it. Yeah. There's no need to like talk, talk, talk all the time. Also, when I go on a first date, right? Um, like years ago, I would get so nervous and I was like talking all the time. And, and I was... <laughs> so nervous of like having this like awkward silence and I'm like it's okay and another thing that I did was like shift the attention and put the attention on the other person and, and make them do the effort because yeah I realized that I was talking for like two hours and after the date I was like oh my god I'm just exhausted because I've been talking for hours so so now yeah I make them do the talking and, and of course I talk too but I talk way less than I used to it's it's a really fun exercise to do to just let the other person talk and um, take control I was actually gonna say this um, the, one of the things that becoming a coach has taught me as someone who is very guilty of talking way too much and you know way too fast sometimes and probably have been that people pleaser before just because I, I definitely I feed off of people's energy and that's probably not going to change anytime soon um one of the things I was going to say it's, it's like a tip almost when you come across someone who is non-stop talking about their opinions and their and their perspective and their you know all, all of you know just sort of vomiting on you and pretty much everything that they, that goes through their head rather than telling them your opinion, because they're not going to listen, ask them a question about their opinion. Ask them, how did they get to this conclusion? How, why do they think this? What, what triggered them to, to believe in this? It'll shake them up in a way that they will likely, <laughs> you know, they will likely struggle to find the root as to why they think it's under, and even asking why five times after they've answered each, each why five, you know, each time is it shakes you up. I do this with myself sometimes just to see, you know, if, if my, the, I guess my, my intentions are pure and everything. And, and, you know, why do I think this way? Why would I, you know, engage in such conversation or why, why would I make such a decision? It's, it's, it unearths some, some important and sometimes scary things, <laughs> even, even from, you know, for, for other people. Um, so yeah. So if, if you come across, you know, some, some people like that, just, just ask them questions. If, if you're in a, in a debate or you feel like you're not being heard or someone else is, is just taking, taking the stage, challenge their opinions. <laughs> mm -hmm. It'll be very interesting. <laughs> yes. Yes, definitely. And I actually wanted to talk about how men and women talk and a study published by the female brain said that women use an average of 20,000 words a day compared to men that use 7,000 words a day. <laughs> so this says a lot, right? We have a lot to say. We feel the need to express ourselves. And yeah, women tend to, like, this is just generalizing, of course, right? And it actually does not apply to me. And I'm going to tell you why. So like women generally tend to talk about you know, how their day has gone and like their struggles. 
and you know they expect men to like support them and blah 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 whereas men they uh, focus more in like efficient solutions and like move on and yeah men are also accused of wanting to fix things too early in a discussion and I'm like wow that's actually me like I'm always like very like solution oriented and I hate spending time on problems I always like to look for a solution so yeah there is a stereotype right that women talk more than men but yeah it is proven <laughs> I am I wish I was more like you I feel like women feel a lot more and we struggle to put it into words which is why I think it takes us more words to express ourselves and men are so rational and they just they know what they want to say they're going to say it if they want to or if they need to and get on with their day <laughs> mm-hmm. this is I'm the same I just I'm super blonde super I can't keep anything to myself if I don't like something I say it and that's it I already said I move on I'm not going to focus oh on what God. I already said and I already talked about you know it's a waste I'm of my so energy <laughs> I sometimes sit on on problems of my own for days. I'm just like, oh, what am I doing? Seriously, <laughs> just get on with it and, and just, oh, anyway. Um, I wanted to talk about how um, there's this quote that kind of startled me and it, it made me think of, of a few sort of life scenarios or life situations. It says, sometimes you have to change the way you understand everything to properly understand a single something. So... For example, this, I don't know if you guys have read the book called Untamed. Uh, Untamed was actually, it's, it's, I, I'm like a broken record talking about this book. I love it so much. It's by Glennon Doyle. Um, and she, I recently heard her in a podcast and she talks in this book, she talks all things. Um, she's, she's quite a feminist and, um, and just like changes in her life and uh, her family and whatnot. And life experiences and in this podcast in the podcast episode that I listened to that she was talking about her experience she was asking how we can all talk about racism right racism is a topic that being a white person like you and I Natalia we we've all we've experienced racism from seeing it in the media from hearing about it from hearing or from from you know we we can voice our voice as much um, for other people as possible but the main thing that will actually change how racism is perceived is we actually stop and listen to the stories told by the people that are affected by racism in this case. Or it can be, it can be the definition that you perceive of something that doesn't directly affect you. Um, but in this case, racism, I just thought was a brilliant example. And she was saying, look, when, when asked about racism and what, what I can do for the community is just say, rather than try to shout, you know, at the top of your, of your lungs and, and try to change the world, you have to change yourself, change your actions, change, you know, speak, speak, you know, speak when you can in favor of other people that are being affected, but actually before you actually even speak, listen like for example that last year or the last year in the u.s there's been so many cases of that have been made so public in the media of you know brianna taylor and just awful stories that are have have you know it it's they're really sad racist stories of the police being involved and you know when when we actually listen to these stories and see how they're happening we as you know caucasian women we are we are quite ignorant to how that actually feels because we've never actually experienced it. So if we stop and listen, it'll give you such a deeper meaning and understanding of what it is to actually be on the other side of of a story, right? So 
I thought that was an extremely powerful way of, of sort of, um, sort of redefining what it is you perceive by listening more and trying to um, unlearn things that you know by definition you'll definitely learn a lot more about what the reality is when of people that are are directly affected by something so yeah Mm -hmm. just some food for thought (laughs) Yes, yes. Love this point. Definitely. So yeah, just to conclude, we can say that um, assume that the person you're listening to might know something you don't and listen to yourself and to those with whom you're speaking to. Yes. So you already know what you know and what you know is never enough. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Keep in mind that the highest form of wisdom is continual knowledge. So keep learning, keep listening. And it's not, we're not, we're not, you know, trying to say that talking is bad because someone might actually learn from you if they're actually actively listening, but it goes both ways. You know, let's listen to one another a bit more and, you know, I'll love and respect and truly listen to understand why people think the way they do, because rarely do people actually have bad intentions. And I choose to believe that. Mm-hmm, me too so <laughs> keep learning keep listening and keep growing <laughs> thank you so much for listening and and we'll see you in the next episode bye guys love you see you soon